Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Trade Show University's the podcast that's going to help you get better at your events. Whether you're an exhibitor or a show planner, you're in the right place today. I am so, so pleased to, to have on a special guest. We're going to be talking a lot about data today. And really, with the amount of data that is available out there, it's just crazy, crazy the amount of data, especially with the virtual platforms I have on the perfect guest to really help us all sort it out and figure out what's what. I have on Vinu Deschetti. Vinu serves as the CEO of EVA, Event Tech Hub, and brings over 25 years of meeting and conference planning experience in the association and nonprofit industries. With a unique understanding of both the tech and meeting planning worlds, Vinu focuses on making tech accessible and productive for meeting planners. You can find Vinu as an event tech advocate, speaking at industry events for nearly every major event industry association. Vinu, welcome to Trade University. Hi there, Jim. It is so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It is. It's a pleasure and an honor. I have just been, been a fan of yours for a while now, and I'm just, just so glad that you were able to make the time to, to talk to the listeners today. And we're talking about data, so I, and I know one of, one of your favorite topics, <laughs> and really about, and we're kind of speaking to the exhibitors today and about the event data that's available to them and what should they expect. So I guess to start off, there's so much data available. What are some data that the exhibitors are getting? It's tripping them up. It's just not, not all that helpful to them. You know, you're right, Jim. There is just a lot of data, even before the pandemic happened in the big rise in virtual events, there was lots of data. And it's just natural for us to try to control whatever we can control, like with our time and abilities and skills, what, what can we do? And most organizations, when they put together their trade show perspectives, which all exhibitors are used to, because that's what they're looking to evaluate, yeah. which shows to go to, they're looking at big numbers. How many people come to the show? What's the demographic breakdown? Whether that's by geography, job title, job function, it's relevant for that show. That's really generic numbers, right? So if you have a show that's attracting 10,000 people, what are the chances that that exhibitor wants to reach out to all 10,000 people? <laughs> that those people, all 10,000 are their customers or targets, right? And the great thing is the data is there for organizations to really break it down, to tell exhibitors exactly what that breakdown is of the 10,000. And I'm talking about going beyond just the comp just the job title and function and really looking in and toning in what's important for the exhibitor. What are they looking for? What's their target? And how do you match them back up with what's at the conference? And you can do that with the data. 
but we're making that movement, right? I'm seeing now that in the industry that we're going from like this, you know, all the numbers in the ocean and trying to figure out, okay, what can we get down to the little pockets of data that's important? And I think exhibitors have the right to ask because it's there. And until they start asking, organizations aren't going to give it until it's they're ready to give it, right? So, but if you make the demand, the the request will be met. So, so will if they if the exhibitors start asking the show organizers for the data, will it automatically come? What what should they be asking for? Because I, I'm guessing for a lot of exhibitors, they just they don't know what they don't know. Exactly, right? So typically exhibitors are happy with what they get in lead retrieval. If they bought a lead retrieval machine or opted into a lead retrieval or opt-in list, they sometimes are just happy with that. But imagine if you knew as an exhibitor who's going to be at the show in advance and you can cater your marketing your, the messages that you get people to the booth if you knew who those people were. So I would ask for that opt-in list to the exhibitors. I, for, for exhibitors, a lot of shows will give you an opt-in list. Ask for that in advance and not only get just the names and email addresses, but see how much demographic information you can get. Is there any history on what type of booths that they are going to? What other competitors may they be going to? You don't have to specifically state out as an organizer, say, you know, John Doe went to these exhibitors. But what you can say is that in this category, let's say it's pet food. And let's say it's soft food, wet, wet food for, for dogs. And that's what one exhibitor is interested in. Well, tell me how many people went to those booths or are interested in that product. Now, if an organization doesn't have that information now, guess what? It's pretty easy to add that onto a questionnaire or a survey form or a registration form that the organizer can ask their attendees, what areas are you most interested in? And then break that data down for the exhibitors. That is going to be truly helpful to the exhibitor in the end. Because then now they know out of that 10,000 people that maybe 3,500 are really their target audience and know, they know who to find, where to find them, and that they're there and they can invest in that trade show even more. Wow. I love this. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so as an, as an exhibitor, how much homework should they do before reaching out to the show? Maybe trying to figure out, okay, what do we, what do we want to know? You know? Right. You know, and nowadays with the economy, the way it's going, ex companies are being very, selective with the trade shows that they're going to. No longer is there are 100 trade shows and we want to go to all of them, or let's just pick the top 10 most attended ones. They're really scrutinizing where they want to go. So for exhibitors that are looking at trade shows, it's not only looking at that big number at the top, but also looking at the deliverables and the data that can be provided. If an organization doesn't have the data that you're looking for, which is you know who's going to be there in the, for the categories that you're interested in, maybe there it's not the right time for you because if you don't have that data and those people that you want to target if you don't know if they're there then maybe your funds are better invested in a place where you know they are there and you're going to be supported by an organization that is interested in making you successful by providing you that data because i tell you what's going to happen if one show is going to provide that data and another one isn't the, the show that's not providing the data is going to go well, why aren't you exhibiting with us anymore? And if the exhibitor says, well, you just didn't give me enough information to do what I need to do, or I just don't know that you're, you have the right people for me, 
they're going to catch on and they're going to start collecting that data for you. Such wisdom, such wisdom right there. And being an exhibitor for over 30 years, there's, we got sucked into the wrong show a few times and for various reasons. And you need to make sure you're going to the right show just because it sounds like your target audience is going to be there. If you can't, if you don't have that data to back it up, you need to make sure that you do or you're asking the right questions. Um, That is, it's so, so critical. Otherwise, you could be throwing good money out the window. Exactly. And, you know, and I think there is, we're at a time with technology that it's actually possible to get this information. The information for an organization may be hidden in different places within their own technology silos, right? Their data silos that they've got. But it's possible. That is what I think once exhibitors start pushing organizers to to think that way and say, this is really what I need to be successful, I think the shift will happen. We're already seeing the shift. When we did more virtual events, those building those matchmaking tools where you're matching people up based on interests or just knowing how much dwell time people are in different types of content, we're able to start categorizing people, right, with that data. We're able to say, okay, this segment of the group, let's say it's the association group, and, you know, a member is interested in, we'll go back to pet food, only in dry food. (laughs) And with that, in that segment, but they're able to say, okay, well, that's who my exhibitors are interested in. How do I connect those people to my exhibitor? Because again, it's all about making those connections, right? As opposed to making connections with 10,000 people, I as a show organizer should be interested in figuring out who you wanna be connected with and how do I do that? And if that's through data, providing, if you can't share specific data, at least give segmented. And then looking at technology to see what tools are available. I mentioned matchmaking, that's one of my favorite and easiest ways to connect exhibitors to their to their people with matchmaking it's simply taking categories that attendees are interested in and exhibitors what they're interested in and literally matching them up like a dating website (laughs) so those tools are very easy to implement and get so if i was an exhibitor and i was given tools like that oh yeah i would find that more valuable than just setting up a booth don't get me wrong, in-person booth experience is very is still important, it has mm-hmm. to be necessary, but it's all of these other activities that can happen around it that can make that experience even more fruitful. Yes, and as, as you're talking, it's getting that data beforehand, before the show, not just the data that, that comes out after the show that says, here's who appeared at your booth, here's who went through a demo, or whatever data you, you're capturing. It's all the stuff ahead of time so that, like you said, you're going to have those engagements at the booth on the show floor that that are, quote, unquote, random. They happen because someone's walking past, you've engaged them, and, and you have that great conversation. But which ones can you make happen outside show hours? Because you, you reached out to somebody that you knew was going to be there. You had that matchmaking happen thanks to the show organizer, or maybe you did it on your own because you did a little bit of homework and you you found them on LinkedIn or they had their their contact information you got from the show, and you were able to set up that that lunch meeting or had them come to your booth at a specific time for a demo. The more you could do ahead of time, the better your show is going to be, the better results, and you're going to be more excited going into the show knowing you already have a full calendar. Absolutely. And then we all know in sales, it takes multiple touch points to close a deal, right? It's not just about meeting someone at a booth. If you can close a deal like that, 
great business to be in. I don't think that's the case with most people. So like you said, being able to do some of that pre-networking connections so that when you do meet in person, it's just taking another step and involving that relationship. And I think, you know, again, it is also about technology. There's, I talked about matchmaking. A lot of platforms have appointment settings and that is something definitely to take advantage of. If your uh, organizer doesn't have an appointment setting system, which basically takes the availability of the attendee and takes your availability and matches the, the schedules together where the exhibitor can make a request to meet. If they don't have that, there's nothing stopping you from creating your own. You can use products like Calendly and there's other bookings out there like Doodle and things like that. Set up your own technology where you can easily make appointments with people and say, here's my calendar. Let's, you know, let's do a virtual coffee before we meet up in Las Vegas at the trade show. Let's, because I know you'll be busy doing all of the education events. Why don't we spend some time in advance, see if it's something that you want to learn more about. And if it is, hey, great, stop by the booth and we can show you more. Who wouldn't want to do that? If they're seriously, and again, it's about who's seriously interested in your product. It's the intent, the product or service, right? That's all that we're interested in. You know, gone are the days that we say, oh, yeah, I had 100 booth leads. Well, <laughs> what does that mean? You know, right. did you have 100 people coming by to pick up your tchotchke? Or did you have maybe 50 really good qualified leads that's going to end up in a follow-up call that ends up in a sale? Because I pretty sure sales executives, that's what they're looking at. Absolutely. And how much time do they waste going after those people that just picked up your, your giveaway item and weren't qualified in advance? Right. Such, such great points. Going, going back to uh, the data, again, going back to the data, asking for a chunk of data can exhibitors expect it to come in just a spreadsheet where they're going to have to decipher and sort through it or do the event organizers wow what what are they in for <laughs> they can be in for a whole lot of mess or they can be in for something that makes it easy so let's start let's look at it in tiers you know by asking if if the organization is willing to share the information I think you'll be, it's great that you can get a list with the different fields of the intent, what they're interested in, their categories, and then you can kind of manipulate that data the way you need to. That's our best wish. That's what we're hoping for, right? At the very lowest, please give me something. Outside of what your organizer does, and I'll tell you, we do this. We actually take that exhibitor list, that, that booth list that we got, or even the opt-in list, we take that we then marry it up with third-party directories like Zoom Info or Sales Navigator. And we demerit, match it up to make sure that everyone who is on that list are really people we want to talk to. Hmm. Because if there are people on that list that don't have any intent to have a conversation with us or even interested in the field, like if back to the pet food company, if I'm selling dog food and someone's only interested in cat food, definitely not going to be a match right. although my dog loves cat food so <laughs> there may be possibilities there but, <laughs> but but to be able to match back the data that you get from the organizer match it back to a third-party tool like zoom info and sales navigator those kind of tools and then be able to fine-tune even more what their history is within their company of what they're they're interested in buying their purchasing behavior their intent, what they're searching for online. 
can give you even more detail, right? That's kind of the step two of let's take our, our exhibitor list and make it even better, right? Enhance that data. Now, a lot of organizations are investing in their event platform. Most event platforms will give a great little dashboard that says, okay, this is how many people attended the, the conference. This is how many people came to or came to your booth. And here's the list of people. Now that's kind of a very basic level event dashboard that you can expect if you're using a platform. But if you really want the data to tell you more with just without having to do a lot of manipulation and you just want it to be like magic for you, then you look for a platform and this is a selfish plug, something like Eva. Eva actually, we integrate with Bear Analytics, our friends Joe and Eric, love them. But what they do is they actually take all of our data that's in our system and they're crunching it, they take the behavior and they put this fabulous dashboard together for exhibitors. And that dashboard tells you not only the list of people who came, but how long they're looking at different subjects, how long were they at your booth, what are they downloading? So it gives you even more information about the people you're talking to. Now that all that information is already being collected by most platforms, but it's a matter of looking, how are they presenting it to you? Is it something that you have to do a lot of manipulation on the data? Is it something that you can just see simple dashboards that tell you just generic numbers? Or can you do something that like Eva and Bear are doing where it actually tells you, yes, this segment, you're, the people that you are wanting are right here and this is what they're looking at. Being able to fine tune that. It's hard to show data visualization on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I'm sure that, at, but at the end, stick around and we'll we'll tell you how you can how you can find out more information. But I, I like what you said about about all that about the 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 data and how it can be massaged in a way that is easy to understand and create new looks at data that just looking at raw data you'd never be able to piece out. So for for the exhibitor, are they dependent on the platform of the show planner or can they do something completely different on their own? Yeah. So it's two ways. I think if you're looking for the data that is being collected by the organizer, you're kind of dependent on them. But I do think there is our research and tools that you can do outside of that to to be more in control of the data. And one of the things is taking a look at your past attendee list. Who have who have opted in that you have access to these lists, right? You attended this trade show last year, you were given an opt-in list, and you know, are those people coming back? And that's an easy marketing right there, right? Jim, and sure. I think you've talked about this on, on several episodes where you can take that list and say, hey, are you going? But what I recommend is not saying, are you going, but actually doing a little homework before that, identifying who those people are that you are interested in that are going, right? And using some of these tools to figure out whether it's in your own CRM or these third-party tools of saying, these people, are, I'm only interested in these people, so I'm gonna send my marketing messages to these people. Because if you're sending cat food messages to dog people, they're probably going to be ignored and it's not relevant to you. It's not, it's not energy that you should sp be spending there. Think about right. the ROI. Your time is definitely part of that equation. So you want to be able to say, I've looked at this list and this is a segment of people I want, and I'm going to fine tune my message to those people. And you can do that 
without being dependent on the organizer, if you went to the show previously. But there are also different search tools within these platforms I was talking about where you can actually search on intent. What are these people interested in? And if your customers or your prospects aren't going to that show, I would ask the question, why? Why aren't you going to show and where are you going? Because that might give you a big indication of where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, so important to know where your, where your customers are going. What shows do, are they going to? And if you're ever wondering, should I go to a show? Reach out to your best customers and say, hey, which shows do you attend? Where do you go to find your next, your next vendors, your, your suppliers? You know, where do you go to buy and do business? Because that is probably where you should be. Because if uh, your best customers are there, you want more people just like them, right? I got to say, Jen, the best data that you can ever get is the data that you'll collect with relationships with your best customers, right? That's not going to be in any database that's out there in the world. It's going to be in that friendship and relationship that you have with them because you've instilled that trust. And they're your customer for a reason. And don't you want to have another customer just like that? Absolutely. And don't be afraid to just pick up the phone and, and call and ask them and or take them to lunch or whatever to get more data. They If they like you, they want to help you. They'll be more than happy to answer some of these questions and, and help you find the data that you're not getting from the show organizers. Oh my gosh, this has been outstanding. What do you think about beyond the booth? Is there data that that they, these exhibitors can capture that'll help them outside of their own booth. Absolutely. And again, it goes back to some of these platforms and also tracking that information within your CRM or whatever kind of data system that you're using to collect it. Even if it's an Excel document, to have a row that says, what are they interested in? It's huge. But I do like this concept and I do see the conference world and trade show world evolving to this. Gone are the days where conferences just two and a half days with a trade show component. I think that it's evolving to extend where you have all of these pre-conference activities, whether they're officially part of the organization, the or conference organizer, or they're put on by exhibitors. Hmm. And, and not only before the conference, but what happens afterwards. We're seeing a lot of exhibitors who have such great content to provide and thought leadership to provide that they're hosting pre pre-event webinars or showcases mm. or something about, you know, a pain point that they're solving. They're doing that in advance to get marketing visibility, brand awareness, but also leads, right? That's a great pre-promotion. And, and they're saying to people, if this is a pain point that you have and you want to learn more, come to see us at the booth. You mm -hmm. make that personal in-person connection at the booth. And then afterwards, it's like, hey, you know, thank you so much for coming here. And we've seen two things happen after the booth. One is having another post thought leadership event that talks about, hey, this is what we heard at the, at the trade show. We had a lot of people coming by. This is what they were talking about. Why don't you join us? Whether you were able to come to the trade show or not, come to this event after the trade show and let's talk some more. Non-salesy, maybe just, just really about wanting to help solve a problem. And then the second type of event, it's like exactly what you were talking about, doing the lunch, doing those personal connections afterwards. Now with as easy as Zoom or Teams or any of these video connecting meeting platforms, 
it's easy to make meetings and make that connection even possible. But I, I'm with you, Jim, making that phone call. There's nothing wrong with the old ways of just picking up the phone. But I think having and also having that visibility. So when you're doing all these activities, keep track of what you're doing with whom. And you're going to see traction. The more touch points you have with people, the greater possibility you are to closing that sale. Oh my gosh. Yes. So true. And that's what we're all, it's all about is is getting further down that sales funnel as possible while you're right there at the show as, as far down as possible. You've given so many great, great tips about in-person events. And if you could just really quickly, and I know I'm opening up a can of worms here really quickly, what about virtual and digital events and the amount of data that's available to exhibitors from those kind of events. So it's crazy, Jim. There's so much data that's available. And I think a lot of organizers are now starting to think, what do I do with this? Do I share it? Do I do I just share it? And how do I share it, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just GDPR issues with what kind of data can be shared, how is it shared? And so as organizers are thinking through this, I think what's helpful is to hear from exhibitors saying, this is what's important to me. And going back and telling the exhibitor, the organizer, what I want to know is who's at the conference that's in my category of interest. So again, like pet food, we'll stick with the pet food. If I'm only interested in selling to people that are interested in dry food, just tell me people that are there. The organizer is going to be like, well, hey, we're not collecting that information, but maybe we should. But they can also pick up that information from different sessions that people are going to. Mm. So what's, if you have a virtual platform that is tracking who's going to what sessions, they're able to say, you know, maybe a third, 30% of the people are going to sessions about dried dog food. So they're able to. So the tricky question is how much of that information they can release to the exhibitor. Most likely they cannot share the information about who's going to the sessions. But what they can say is... of our attendees are interested in this topic. And that's, if that's 10,000 people, that's 300, 3,000 people. So that, you know, for an exhibitor, do you want those 3,000 people? Is that enough for you to warrant your expenditures for your trade ship? So taking a look at those things. Also, a lot of virtual platforms specifically for exhibitors are built with exhibitors in mind to provide who's going to the booth, what materials are they looking at the booth? How long are they on the booth? And when I'm saying booth, the virtual booth. What I like even more about the virtual booths is, again, it's depending on the show, but what I think is going to happen is it's no longer available available just for two to three days. These virtual booths can be up and running 365, you know, around the year. But the catch is, what is the organization doing to help promote your visibility on this platform, right? But don't wait on the organizer. What can you do as an exhibitor? Can you use that and drive traffic to that specific booth on this platform? What the value there is that you're associated with this organization, that if you've invested in that industry in, in whatever way, but you've got a connection there that makes it even more credible. So people will want to go and visit. So. I definitely think there's a value to virtual and digital. I think there's more to come as we start integrating our worlds. And, you know, hybrid is no longer just about 
having in-person events, digital at the same time, it's about the extension and how does that look like? And I think trade shows will be the first thing to be impacted in terms of how do we drive value back to the exhibitors and how do exhibitors get back more? Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. And I love everything that you said there. You have given us so much great information. If you could distill it down, what what are the like one top one or two takeaways you really want people to to leave with from our conversation today? Yeah, one thing, data. If you're not getting the data from your organizers because they're not giving it to you, ask them for it. It can't hurt. They don't know what you want unless you tell them. And it could make a movement so that you get that information. So that's the top one. And then the second one is just looking at those pre and post activities. You talk about this all the time, Jim, and I love it. I think it's really important. It's just not what you do at the booth in person. It's what you do before and after. And whether you do that with data or not, doing some activity is the way to go. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Vanu, if people want to know more about Eva and connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, I'd love to hear from everybody. You guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm at Vinu, V-I-N-N-U, Deschetti, D-E-S-H-E-T-T-Y. Or you can also reach me at meetings, with an S, at evareg.com. Awesome. I will drop all that into the show notes and, and give, and I've neglected to say this, give people a quick, quick overview. What's Eva? What is oh. Eva all about? Eva is a great event platform that can be used for any type of event, whether it's virtual or in-person or hybrid, but it really extends the, the content and the relationships and engagements that happen at conferences before, during, and after. So we're a big believers in making sure relationships can be, uh, can be created and nurtured much more than what you can do just at a trade show or a conference. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Vanu. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with everybody. And I know everyone, data, <laughs> it's out there. You've got to get it. You've got to figure out how do I use this? So make sure that you're asking the right questions and listen to this over again and take notes, share it with somebody else that who can really find value in this. And, and Vanu, thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing with everybody today. Thanks, Jim, for having me. Lots of fun. It's been my pleasure. Everyone, continue to learn, continue to listen, and come on back here to Trade University. Keep getting better at your, at your events and keep upping that ROI. We will see you next time. Have you ever been in a show and at the end you're like, wow, that was not a good show for us? It seems like just the wrong show. That's a huge mistake that a lot of companies make is picking the wrong show. I am here to help. I have recorded a free video training for you and your business on how to pick the right show. Or if you've already picked your trade show, how do you know if you picked the right one? This video training will be a game changer because I walk through the seven questions you need to answer and how to answer them to make sure that you are 100% spot on picking the right show. And how do you get this free training? All you have to do is go over to the website that's trade show the letter u.biz and right on the homepage, sign up for our email newsletter and you will immediately get access to this free training that will ensure that you have picked the right trade show for you. So get over to trade show u.biz and get access to that free video training, how to pick the right trade show. Get over there now.